Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the '90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the '90s on the first ever sailing. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s activities. There'll be over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, and more. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the 90 scom slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. It's 902-1ONG. With Jenny Garth and Tori Spelling. Hi, you guys. We are back for another episode of 902-1OMG. With my besties, Jen and Sugarman. What's up? (laughs) OMG. I like that. Did I cheer? Yeah, you put your arms up. <laughs> OMG. <gasps> Wait, you guys. Uh-oh. <laughs> what, what, is, what? what is going on on our social media page? I know. I don't know if I'm more shook, as the kids say, by the episode we just watched or by the Instagram comments. <laughs> oh, it's getting hot in here. 
<laughs> so take off all your clothes. No, sorry. Wait, am really? I? She's like, nope, nope. Mm-mm. I was like, really? <laughs> uh, it's so hot in here. Wait, so we uh, we have like our private group chat, and it was like blowing up last night. We we're going back and forth, and basically we were like, Amy, welcome to our world. Like, can you? Do you think you can read a little bit of one of the comments you got? Yeah, no, I will read it because so here's I've been like all night, actually, like a little stressed because I really want to ask you guys something, but I'm stressed about how to ask it. What? Just ask it. Not it. Okay, because I don't even know if you guys will be able to answer. So it might be a question for everyone listening. Okay. All right. I like it. So, okay. So I, let me read this. I will, I will read this. Cause I mean, it's on Instagram and, and I do read every comment. There was someone that's like, we know, do you really read every comment? And the one thing is, I don't know how to use Instagram. <laughs> so I only know how to like be a voyeur. Like I can read everything, but I don't know how I would like just push reply. Comment. Reply. That seems so scary. Okay. So scary, right? She no, knows how to do, do it. it. Do I know it. how to read it. Okay. So I'm going to read you guys what the person wrote. And like, I also know my voice is annoying. I know that. My voice, everyone's voice is annoying to someone. That is, that's objective. That's like art. I've annoyed her with my voice for 30 years. 100%. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What do you mean? See, I don't find your voice annoying. I've annoyed myself with my own voice all these years as well. I mean, to be fair, your your voice is pretty like neutral and decent. Yeah, no, your your voice. But so is, is Amy. Like no, I don't know. You both have wonderful. You get voices. excited. You're passionate. Like that's being said. You have annoying voice because she doesn't like what you're saying. Go. You both have television voices. I'm sure you've done voiceovers. You guys are professionals. What? I know so my voice you? is annoying, and it I is, can Amy, maybe like your voice I want, is not. Annoying. I won't allow that. No, can we not stop. allow her to speak about herself that way? Talk neg- no negative. You guys are talk. so nice. But I have heard from ma- a lot of people. So you guys are like my friends. So you're being not nice. Many people. <laughs> I'm not being nice. That's not in my wheelhouse. I'm being honest. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. So, and I'm reading That's this. the one thing. She will tell it like it is. Like, honestly, like you're our producer, but we have you on every week because you're an Uber fan. You have great yeah. perspective. And you make us And laugh. if your voice was annoying, we wouldn't want you to be like on the podcast. I mean, I think you to guys just tolerate it or you're used to it, but- because a lot of people are like, why are you yelling at me? And I'm like, this is just my speaking voice. Okay, so I'm going to read this. And I'm not reading it to like, like, call the person out or like toot my own horn. No. I have an actual question about this. And I spent an hour and a half thinking about this last night. So what the person wrote was, well, first they wrote, Amy should listen how annoying her own voice is, which respect it is I'll maybe like take classes maybe I can like do something but then she said before she makes fun of Brenda's voice I wasn't actually making fun of Brenda's voice I was trying to like do a character but whatever stop dissing Shannon it's really not cool you're like a middle schooler trying to kiss up to the popular girl to like you you are the one making such a big deal over Kelly and Brenda Stop putting a wedge between them even more than there is one. We would all love to see everyone get along. Shannon is way cooler than you would ever be. So here's my question for you guys. Mm-hmm. And I'm being totally serious. Like, I I was a little worried I would cry, but I'm going to not cry. Why would people, and this is not the only person, why would people assume just because I don't like Brenda that I don't like Shannon. 
because they have a lot of Uber fans have a really hard time distinguishing between the characters and the actors that played them, which, I mean, it's why we love them so much is because they grew up with this show. They feel like it was part of their lives. They feel like, in a way, it was their friends. Like, so it's hard to distinguish it. So she's just an Uber fan. And she is like, wow, you, Sugarman, you're officially in the 90s at West Beverly and you're in our school. You should be walking up and down the hallway, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And and that's what we said last night on the text. We were like, welcome to being a celeb. Like, welcome to being <laughs> the public eye. Welcome to fame. Like, everybody's going to either build you up or knock you down. So you've got to decide what you want to focus on. But to answer your question, yeah. I mean, that's part of the reason why Tori and I went the BH90210 direction was because mm-hmm. there's such a blur between the real people and the characters on this specific show more than, I don't know, more than so many other shows. That's what I was going to say. Okay. So you guys, I, and I really take these comments to heart. Like I don't, I try not to cry. Sometimes I do, but for the most part, I really want to learn from it. Cause more than just like getting to be on the air with you guys, I'm the producer. So it's my job to read those things and take into account. So I really thought hard, like, is there another example I could give of like a character I don't like? And I was like, I, if I could even think of a f- person where I'm friends with the person, even though I don't like, okay. I, and I tried so hard because all I could come up with was like, I loved Aiden on Sex in the City, but it doesn't mean I didn't like any of the other boyfriends or like, I. okay, here's my best one. Here's my best one. Okay. My best one. I am team Logan. I don't know if you guys know what that means, but it's from Gilmore Girls. And Rory had three boyfriends, Jess, Dean, and Logan. And I am full team Logan. But no one's ever been like, why do you hate Milo Ventimiglia? I think that's a guy-girl thing, honestly. I think that 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 you're talking about referencing like guy characters. <sighs> what this person's got the beef with is with girl characters. And especially that part of their comment that was like, why do you continue to drive a wedge between them? Something of that nature. Right. That was very fascinating because I don't, I, even... I don't think you are driving a wedge <laughs> between anyone. And also while I'm on it, uh, the part about you sucking up to the popular girls. Um, hello. Amy is our producer. She is our boss. Yeah. If anybody should we be suck sucking up, up, it's us sucking up to her. Let's do it right now. I love you, Amy. You're so, I love your voice. Oh You're so You're pretty. The oh, my God. We want our show to go on forever and ever. Amy. Come on. And I'm actually not like to me. I'm so glad we're talking about it. And I, I'm like sweating like because I don't want this person sweating for you. To think I'm, I'm not criticizing them. Like I accept the comment and I really want to understand because I don't like Brenda. Like even when we talk about this episode in the beginning half of the episode, I was like, Brenda, she looks amazing and this and this. And then she turns and I had to write, see, Brenda's annoying. (laughs) Like the fact that Brenda dumped Reek, like that was annoying. And but so, that's the prevalent storyline right now. Of course, you're going to be hyper-focused on talking about that storyline. And the reason they wrote it that way is they want it. Like, you're supposed to choose sides. Yeah, you're supposed to invest like, in it. That's the, in the whole characters. point of it. So we're happy that you have your opinion. And we're happy that this yes. person has their opinion. Because yes. that's why the people love the show. 
Exactly. But it is so interesting that she the re- lines blur turned it to that. Why don't you like Shannon? Yeah. Well, yeah. Guys, well, the, like, which I is not like Shannon. Yeah. I don't even not, know Shannon. Nothing I think to I, do with Shannon as what? a person. Maybe now, I've met Shannon one time, if one time. But the thing is, my job i'm friends with shannon's publicist like that's my friends is the person's person <laughs> do you know what i mean like i book shannon anytime she wants anything anywhere anytime whenever she needs anything and she may know that but like her publicist def- like i would i don't even so that i mean it's kind of cool that you probably never have this perspective you're on the flip side you're right. dealing with celebrities 24 mm-hmm. seven, but there are people behind the scenes making it work because she's a producer. And right. now all of a sudden you're hyper-focused, you're in the limelight and everyone's like talking about you. And now, you know, like, oh my God, all these years, this is what all these celebrities are talking about. Remember Jamie Walters, Jen? Oh, like, yes. Like he lost his career because, and people, he said people would come up to him in the street. He played Ray Pruitt. Yeah. Donna Martin pushed her down the stairs. Spoiler, sorry, season five. It's a great um, example. And, <laughs> and people were like, why would you do that to Donna? And like slap him. And he's like, oh, Jamie, I don't. Wait, they slapped him? He got slapped in public once <laughs> by a fan. Wow. Poor guy. That's so interesting. That's a great example. Because I was yeah, trying so like, hard to think of a character that I don't like, but that I love the actor. But I'm having a hard time like thinking of one. Like, I, I, I feel like know. we spent enough time talking about this, quite honestly. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure everyone else will Let's move way. on. Because, but, but, but having said that, please keep commenting because it's yes, fascinating, yes. entertaining. It makes Amy cry. <laughs> it's so <laughs> no, worth sometimes it. I laugh and like, <laughs> I like, I do text these guys and I, cause I texted you guys the other morning, like super early and I'm like, they're, they care. Like they care. They're commenting. So mm-hmm. to me, it's like shocking that it's not just the three of us that hear each other. Like that somebody takes an hour <laughs> out of their week to listen is like, Oh my gosh. So many people beyond. love our podcast, you guys. And I love those comments because yeah, it gets people through their week. It, it gives them something to look forward to. They, they feel like they know us and kind of they do. So it's like, we're all hanging out laughing together. And that's, what's so great about it. This is a conversation we're all having mm-hmm. about uh, our show, our favorite show. And like, it's just a good time. So let's keep it positive people. I also love if someone hates it, but listens, like if you hate it, like um, Ben Affleck had a terrible movie. It's called like deep water in the water or something. Mm-hmm. And I hate watched it. Cause I'm like, this is such a bad movie <laughs> that I need to watch it all the way to the end. Like, I love Ben Affleck, but it is a bad movie. So also, if you're like, I hate them, like, let us know. Tell us and come back. You know what my question is? I wonder if shows now with the new generation, when they watch shows, if they blend characters and actors or if that's kind of generational. Oh, that's a good question. The 80s and 90s and early 2000s. I don't know. You know what's crazy? I, I There's, okay, first of all, public apology uh, uh, we have a fan. Her name is Christelle. I called her Crystal because I don't know. I'd never heard the word Christelle. I never heard that name. Anyway, sorry, Christelle. I love you. <laughs> but on some, you know, public platform, she was outed and, and like 
made uh, ridiculed for being what? such a fan. Yes. What? No. Yes. No. Something, something happened. I don't know the specifics, but there was okay. some involvement with the 90210 bro, came to her defense. This is all stuff that I've heard from my husband because he hears it at the Douglas where Christelle visits at his restaurant all the time. So they chat. Wow. She was sharing with him that uh, some some crazy stuff like that had gone down where people, somebody, some specific person, I'm not sure who it was, was um, telling her she was an idiot or something for uh, thinking that, yes, the thinking that we cared about her because I guess, she, you know, maybe she sent the DVD collection and they were oh, like, so you don't. Nice. And, you, and you thanked her because yeah. you love her. And, and we desperately needed it. That's uh, the funniest we use it we all, were, all like, the time. Find- <laughs> but uh, what a jerk that person is to be. That- like what? They're like, you're a loser because you love 90210. Like oh, that? yeah. Don't, don't you know you don't give famous people presents? They don't care. Oh, first of all. <laughs> okay. You know what I think it's really about? They're kind of gels, gels that uh-huh. she actually does have a connection with us personally. Yep, that specifically you. That she's with. We just buy Dave, the wait, DVDs. We have to get that crap approved. at his restaurant. <laughs> like I have to ask Darren Martin about this because now I, of course, he would come to Christelle's defense, right? <gasps> anyway, I don't know this. And Christos and like, wow, everybody. they're all going to come on in now. <laughs> Jeez. For the record, we needed the DVDs. We do. We use them. So thanks, Christelle. Yes, it's really interesting. I mean, I, I I say that like in all seriousness, like it really is. I don't mock it. I'm not judging it because I I care about every mm-hmm. single comment. I told you guys yesterday I was having this conversation with a Pulitzer Prize winning journalist. Like this guy is super smart, way smarter than me. And he was talking about something and I mentioned you guys. I mean, he freaked out. And so it's like, everybody likes 90210. Like, this guy is way wait, smarter Okay, okay wait. Yeah. Tell, us, tell us more about how he freaked out about it. <laughs> so I was using it as an example because he's working on this project for us. Totally different. And I said, blah, blah, blah. Like, when I talked to Tori and Jenny. And he's like, it was like a record screech. He goes, what? And I'm like, are you mocking me <laughs> he was joking he goes you know tori spelling and jenny garth and i'm like yeah he's like is there any way you could get me their autograph like what? i was like you guys this guy is well his he, list we're very very popular like, with the pulitzer prizers we're you know like those are our people a journalist <laughs> that writes for like npr like like Smart I like prizes stuff like he writes about like probably like wars and I'm like this time when we were talking about Kelly versus Brenda <laughs> so he said do you, I go I can get you an autograph like yeah but I'm like are you joking with me like I thought he was pulling my leg he's like I had the sideburns like Brandon he, I grew up with my sister watching this like super fan and so kind and so smart and had like the most smart thoughts about the sh- series. Should we have him on one We day? should get his opinion on Kelly yeah. and Brenda and Dylan. I asked him. He is team Kelly. I'm not going to lie. But he had wonderful things to say about Brenda. But he's, I said, is there any chance you and your sister would come on? So he's asking his sister. And then I'll let you guys know. Oh, so fun. I mean, it was crazy. <laughs> crazy. <gasps> mm.
Hey, everyone. So as you can imagine, we know a thing or two about makeup. We've pretty much tried it all. And we are really liking Thrive Cosmetics because they have a full line of makeup perfect for an everyday look refresh. They have clean ingredients that feel great on your skin. And their products are foolproof, which makes it easy for any skill level to apply. And it's really cool to know that Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. Oh, I love that connection. See that? Plus, how cool is it that their uh, high-performance formulas are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free? Amazing. And they have zero parabens, sulfates, and phthalates. I really believe when it comes to makeup, beautiful eyebrows are so important. Don't you think? Their Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner helps you achieve your ideal eyebrow look. And their easy-to-use waterproof pencil holds like a wax and blends like a powder. Ooh la la. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash 90210. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash 90210 for 10% off your first order. Want to temporarily restore definition in your jawline where it's been lost over time? With Juvederm Volux XC, you can get a non-surgical jawline treatment that adds volume for a smooth contour and to reduce the appearance of jowls in one in-office treatment with little downtime. Juvederm Volux XC Injectable Gel is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. With the weather getting warmer, finally, it is time for a wardrobe refresh. And when I want to update my style without breaking the bank, I turn to Quince. They offer premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. And washable silk tops. Timeless 14 karat gold jewelry and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They partner directly with top factories, so Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to you. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices in premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. I use the hoop earrings I ordered from Quince all the time. And basically live in the slippers that I ordered on their website. The prices and quality are so worth it. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash 90210 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. 
That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash 90210 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince dot com slash 90210. Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the 90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music and fashion of the 90s on the 90s cruise. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars. Nightly theme parties, celebrity interaction, and all-out 90s events and activities. Over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, Color Me Bad, Lisa Loeb, Fastball, CNC Music Factory, Jesus Jones, Digital Underground, Sophie B. Hawkins, and more. Hosted by MTV VJs Downtown Julie Brown and Matt Penfield, plus Lisa Loeb. Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas will be completely transformed to take you back in time for nonstop 90s action. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the 90s com slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. <laughs> Okay, we are going to dive in to Season 3, Episode 13, Rebel with a Cause, aired on November 11th, 1992. Wait for it, the longest synopsis ever. Steve stays close to Andrea, now confined, to a wheelchair with two broken legs, who is keeping on top of the Fed's investigation at the school break-in. Uh, of the school break-in, he fears that she may find out his criminal secrets. Steve gets more worried when the sleazy school janitor Hutchins demands more blackmail money to keep quiet about Steve's copy of The Master Key. Meanwhile, Brenda now dating Reek freaks out when she sees Dylan dating Kelly. Dylan gets bad news regarding his appeal over the SAT score. His frustration peaks and he hits the road. Shocking. Oh, yeah, that was- Jim's dull work life gets a lift by dot, dot, dot. Dottie! What? Okay. I don't know. <laughs> Directed by Daniel Adias, written by Star Froman, Chris Broncato, Kenneth Biller, Chip Johansson, and some say Darren Starr. Did you see that comment that they say that Darren Starr maybe didn't really write them? He just has his name on everything. Exactly. Or we're looking at the wrong source. But I think his name, he probably gets a writing credit on everything, whether he actually wrote it or not. Mm -hmm. Some of the episodes, of course, but some say his name and some don't. But this one just... Like on air said Star Froman. Well, apparently she had a little help. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, like rewrites. Maybe, maybe that's what it happened. This was a big episode. There were sto- yes. so many storylines going on. Like, I, I, it was all over the place. Did you like the episode, you guys? I mean, oh, I just, what? I did, but what? I felt like, I felt like there was too much going on. Like, I wanted to see more of stay focused yeah but just me team brenda team kelly let's stay on that storyline sorry i got excited hit my mic like (laughs) i'm sorry because it's such a good storyline when it goes to like steve or it goes to andrea or you know i'm just not i'm like no no hurry hurry and then (laughs) sorry sorry jen jen earmuffs and then jim walsh i'm like no 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 I thought that I I have to say, let's talk about Dottie first, because the scene 
with Mr. and Mrs. Walsh and Brandon discussing Dis- Dottie okay. and Jim's no chance with Dottie. I was laughing out loud. Like I thought that was <laughs> It amazing. was cute between the two of them, but I felt like it was really weird when Brandon just walks into the foyer and starts to objectify this grown woman oh, in his door- doorway. Like who, what young man talks to a grown woman like that? That were, I don't know. like Cindy Crawford. So, it must be the ears. What? So Paula <laughs> Tricky, Paula Tricky, who played Dottie, um, I don't like, I don't think I met her even then, but went on to be like friends with her later in life. Like, uh, I feel like she was at my first wedding and my first <gasps> husband. And yeah, and we've lost touch oh, since. She's, but she's coming on with us. We're, we're trying to work it out. We're talking she to is? her. Yeah. Okay, wait. So I am obsessed because the other 90210 podcast, Pete Ferraro was like, oh my God, there's some crazy story that Paula Tricky tells. <gasps> Do you remember? I was like, no, it's shocking. What? Ooh, we're going to so hear that. she said yes. She Genuinely said she'll shocked. come on, but she had a dentist appointment today or like an appointment. <laughs> and so were we just working out the schedule? Oh, good. It's going <gasps> to get juicy. Something to look forward to, people. Well, she is this, lovely. Sorry, yeah, sorry. Jill. I mean- you want to talk about that Dottie line? I don't. I don't know if I believe Jim. Honestly, I think it's just me. But I'm a little jaded. But when when Jim professes that, uh, you know, when I'm at work, all I think about is work and my family. <laughs> right. So, do you think Jim had that little fantasy about Dottie because Mrs. Walsh put it in his head? Mm-mm. No, no. You think he's been? He's kind of like. He's not going to do anything, but we think he's got the hots for dots. Well, no, maybe he doesn't have the hots for, but he, he's not blind. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's a man. He's, like, Yeah, I don't know. It just made me a little upset with my main man, but it was redeemed. <laughs> all was redeemed when I saw him in the blue robe with, <laughs> with his chest hair spoken out. Oh, my can't. <laughs> the cringiest line was when he's like, Sleep with you. I mean, sleep on it. Like, I was like, oh, <laughs> it was God. so good. I was getting real mad. I was like, what is Dottie moving in on my man? <laughs> I was getting so mad. After Were the lines getting blurred? Line, I... Blurred. Oh my God. Tori, do, what do you think of Dottie and Jim? Do you think it's platonic? Mm, yeah, but I think it could go somewhere. But does it? I don't remember. No. Oh, I mean, we'll see. <laughs> I liked this scene. I feel though- like the story Paula Tricky has is regarding. <gasps> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so, too. That's yeah. what I remember. <gasps> That's my excited. <laughs> You're going to be so excited that day. I liked it because I loved seeing Jim and Cindy interact. I think they have such a real they they seem married the way he says what's the matter honey and she, you know it just seemed the way that was written the whole thing about it was just really good I had a hard time listening because I was so distracted by her plaid suit while she's making the fried chicken um who wears a plaid skirt I mean suit full suit jacket and little shorts little cute like take the jacket take off take the jacket off you're gonna get grease splattered on it come on Oh, that's going to ruin that. I know. And then she wears it for the rest of the episode. Well, Jim is in a robe. He's in a different outfit. He comes like. I wonder if it just smells of food. And then, yeah, he put aftershave on. (laughs) 
Let's go to Ian first because we want to save the best for the middle. I mean, it's kind of juicy and dramatic, but kind of dumb. Which right? part? Which part? Which part? The hacker and the Andrea is on the case. And- do the feds really come to investigate? <laughs> the, the the synopsis there threw me because it said that the feds were investigating this. It's, Maybe back then it was a big deal. They they had the time apparently to come to <laughs> school investigate this. Wow, I, I yeah, I don't know. I was really into Hutchins. Yeah, a good character actor. Like, what was he in? You know, he probably was in something back in the day. Yeah, you're talking about the janitor, right? Yes. Sorry. Yeah. Oh I, yeah, yeah. I could have watched him for a while. Me too. But, so here's my question. I mean, what a bad dude the janitor is, right? Like. That is a, <laughs> essentially a teacher at the school, and he is blackmailing a child. How is he a teacher? He's not a teacher. I mean, I consider anyone that works in a school is like some sort of faculty. Yeah. An yeah. adult faculty. authority. Yeah. And he's like literally blackmailing a kid. It's so that guy's shockingly evil for 90210. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's <laughs> he's a like real sinister. Like, yeah. <laughs> I just, I was surprised he took a hundred bucks. I was surprised he, was he didn't like, want more. I was like, I know. He's like, we're good for now or whatever. I was like, mm, <laughs> he really? does want Keep more. Going. Then he, then he, he wised up and he was like, hmm, I see I can get some more money. Yeah. yeah. It's so inappropriate. And like, I don't know. I, I don't buy it, but like, okay, I can suspend whatever disbelief. Is that what they say? I kind mm-hmm. of appreciate the effort of, Put it, making another storyline so like um, what serial like it goes from episode to episode yeah. to episode like it builds but it, how much mm-hmm. more it what's gonna ha- is, are, is somebody gonna go to jail the feds are there what's gonna happen like is it does it well, keep going I don't know well and we have the drama the legacy what key. she secretly means is, is I hope it ends next week right? <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's done please tell me how many more episodes and Brandon knows. Brandon knows. Brandon's like, dude. I know. This is like a series arc now. Like, why? <laughs> and then Andrea wheeling around in her wheelchair. I can't. With the legs straight out. That's really got to be awkward getting Poor through the doorway. Thing. I looked so hard because you told me that story last week. I was like, do I see the feet? Do I see, like, is it a cast? And it was just a blanket this time. I don't know. So now, though, it is starting to make sense why I and said to you, Tori, the legacy key was such a major thing because I think he considers the legacy key this entire thing. Yep. Seeing that now. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. Makes sense. Donna and David uh, didn't have a lot to do in this episode. They were just kind of like in and out, in and out, Mm -hmm. but still together. They they move the storyline along Mm -hmm. a lot. Just yeah, I, I didn't, there was not any meat there for them this week. I didn't feel like. And Donna's so interesting. I was thinking about this story because with the Kelly, Brenda, like all that, it's mm-hmm. like Donna really throughout the series is the peacemaker, the, you know, she really yeah. is trying to, you know, the therapist of the group kind of mm-hmm. trying to keep everybody. Oh I don't know what you, what the word is for that. She is PTSD. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because in in real life, like it was a little bit of that too. Like mm-hmm. when 
there would be like offset, but still onset friction between Jen and Shannon because, you know, we've discussed before, like we were all friends. They were friends, but they two strong personalities. And when things would happen two Aries women, you know, it would and I would just be like, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. Like still like me kind of thing. So it's very Donna. Very telling also what you just said, referring Mm -hmm. back to the person that blends Shannon and Brenda, because you all do two in some ways. I think we might have then more, obviously. Right, 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 right. Now as adults, yeah. Art imitates life, imitates art type of deal. Mm -hmm. A little bit, yeah. I don't, yeah. Yeah, it always felt like we were, we were with Shannon, not Brenda, when we were off camera. Like it never yeah, right. it didn't feel that no. confusing. Well, I, okay. I guess my question would be for Jenny, it's like it was hard for you now and over the course of the Kelly versus Brenda. You know, I'm team Brenda and it made you feel bad. So mm-hmm. does it like we talked about this last week, it bleeds. So maybe Maybe you never would have had friction with Shannon if the storylines would have been different. I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know, because maybe it it's inside your bodies, like like you said. You you girls are against each other. That's what you're supposed to do. Like, yeah. Yeah, like maybe it infiltrates. Like, mm-hmm. I don't I don't know. I'm being like, maybe we need a therapist. Maybe because we were so young and like and so impressionable at that age. Maybe it did have a deeper impact on us than either of us really recognized or want to recognize. That's Maybe. interesting, really. It's like if someone tells you, you're mean, you're mean, you two-timed your friend, you two-timed your friend, you did this, you did this, you did this, you did this. At some point, do you go, I, I did this. I'm a bad person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to go in the backyard and eat some worms. Like, I, <laughs> I suck. I mean, I mean, Kelly sucks. <laughs> but right. But OK, you said I suck and you don't. But Kelly's look, I don't think she's like, but it, it blurs. <laughs> it blurs, blurs, it burns, it blurs. I don't know. <laughs> like Tori, did you ever have that same experience maybe with the being the virgin, or if Donna was the good girl, if Tori Spelling was being more of a bad girl, did it mix you up? No. (laughs) Interesting. No, I mean, it is a part, I I mean, third season, all the characters are getting really highly infused in some way with the actual actors, I feel like. Mm. And it's coming out more. There's more freedom, I think, to, okay, there's safety in the job now. Mm -hmm. We're relaxed. People are just being themselves a little bit more. And, yeah, there was a a few times watching this episode that when I saw Shannon playing Brenda, I was like, that felt more Shannon than Brenda. There was just a couple moments. And I was like, yeah. I'm seeing it come out. I can see it. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, well, let's I mean, take a let's... break, you guys. I think we should take a break and come back and, and continue on. And 
Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the 90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the 90s cruise. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interaction, and all-out 90s events and activities. Over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, Color Me Bad, Lisa Loeb, Fastball, CNC Music Factory, Jesus Jones, Digital Underground, Sophie B. Hawkins, and more. Hosted by MTV VJs Downtown Julie Brown and Matt Penfield, plus Lisa Loeb. Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas will be completely transformed to take you back in time for nonstop 90s action. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the 90scruise.com slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years and not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. If tonight's movie night is just what you need, make it special with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. First of all, how hot was Brenda in her opening scene when she walks into the school in the bustier with her hair all like, poof, be like, on. what the heck? What, she looked like a hot mama. Like what? Vava vooey. Her hair is amazing. Amazing hair. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Always. Wow. Uh, that outfit. 
I just kept staring at it. Like I got distracted. It was distracting. But Donna was wearing the cutest outfit that totally was stylish today. The crop top vest with shorts. Like it was like very fashionable today. Um, what are you wearing? Khakis. <laughs> uh, it was like that commercial. Uh, yeah, she was in khaki. I, head I, to thigh. You know, when you get like when you're in a breakup and you, it, it's like when you get a divorce mm. or whatever, you want to look extra hot. Like, right. Oh, you're right. Immediately you're right. after it. Like, yeah, I knew that. I yeah. felt that coming in strong. Okay. She was like, I'm going to look good in this episode because. Great point. Yep. I need to like show him or show them or something, you know? So I have one technical question that I thought was really interesting about the episode. I think Tori and Brenda, sorry, Donna and Brenda. See? <laughs> I didn't even flinch. Like, I was like, mm-hmm. Okay. Donna and Brenda are walking and you're walking, you know, through the school yard or whatever. And then you walk into the classroom and then it was this really cool segue right to Ian and David. And I I know from the West Wing, they call it like a walk and talk. It's like one shot. So you would Mm -hmm. would be complicated to do. Right. Do you remember that at all? Like you can't mess it up or you screwed them. Yeah, I feel like we hated those. We were like, oh, it's taking so long because they would probably do it like 50 million times. Right, because there's so many moving parts. There's like... Wait, sorry, I'm backtracking. Not really. But Jen, like if you're out somewhere and you just hear someone randomly say, Kelly, do you turn around? Oh, great question. Um, First, I get scared. (laughs) 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 I kind of get like nervous and hunch my shoulders up a little. And then I try to be invisible. Like, do you, do you ever feel that feeling of like, if I just hold really still, it'll go away. It'll, they won't, it won't be about me. <laughs> yeah. You, you don't want the attention. You're like, ah. Yeah. Because sometimes people, sometimes people will do that just to like prove that I am like, they'll yell out Kelly just to see if oh, I, I, I do yes. react. Because if I do react, then it's really me. <laughs> but a lot of the time. They're not talking about me at all. They're just talking to somebody else named Kelly. <laughs> but I, but first, like, gut. It's like when someone says mom, you always turn. It's not your oh, kid. Like, mm-hmm. so I'm just saying, like, if you just hear, like, Kelly, you're like, for just a second, even in, in your head, like, oh. Do you, you have turn? that moment? Do you? Sorry, when you? Oh, if someone says Donna anywhere and they're just like, it's a girl named Donna, I always, like, <sighs> I'll respond to Tori, Donna, mom, like, whatever. <laughs> like, it, yeah. 100% I turn around. Yeah, it's definitely something that perks your ears up. You're like, mm-hmm. okay, yeah. Because you guys, this is crazy? like a thesis because we're proving our own points. Yes. <laughs> oh my god, we're geniuses. <laughs> like we, I mean, Pulitzer yeah. Prize. Who? <laughs> <laughs> so, I guess we need to start with Jenny. Who? <laughs> Kelly. Hey, Kelly. Who that? <laughs> okay. I want to know how you were feeling last night or this morning, whenever you watched it, right after. Like how your body felt, like how you're emotional. Not Kelly, but like Jenny Garth. Uh, I had so much anxiety watching this episode. Like physical shortness of breath, like someone was sitting on my chest, that kind of feeling. I was so nervous and just like, I just have notes all over my paper that say, I have anxiety. I have anxiety. I have anxiety. But it got me going. Like I w- it was stressful and I, I'm, and it was 
was something so sweet and beautiful about it. But then there was something so ugly and embarrassing and, uh, and, and like what I don't want to ever be. And I don't want to see Kelly having to be in that position or Brenda. It was just really messed up. Just so messed up. And also I felt like this guy, he might be real, real cute, but is he really worth this? Like destroying a friendship? Wow. Or, and also the way he's acting, like it it didn't seem to matter to him. And and the way he leaves, it's just what he does, right? He walks out. Cowardly. It's just cowardly. And and it start like as a grown Selfish. woman, yeah, I really recognized how lost and mixed up in this emotion these two girls were about a guy who really didn't deserve it. Oh, heavy, Tori. What about you? I mean, I'd love to ask you the same question: how you felt like as the credits rolled. So I've been like truly invested. You know, uh, obviously. I used to, like, back then, I was always like, oh, my God, like, Brenda and Dylan, they were the ultimate couple. Like, I want that when I get older. And then re-watching it, I was like, you know what? They had a, they just weren't meant to be. Maybe they were, like, on some level, soulmates, but not this lifetime, not meant to be. Or right now, maybe somewhere down the road. Um, but, you know, and then Kelly and Dylan, I was like, yes, yes, yes. So, mm-hmm. I just love them together. I love the chemistry. I love everything about them. Mm -hmm. This week, I had a hard time staying focused on the storyline because I was so, I felt nervous every scene I was taken out because I was felt nervous for Jen's reaction. Wow. (laughs) To be honest. You mean you felt nervous for my reaction now? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. One of the discussions. I really did. Each time I was like, oh man, like. Yeah, it was hard to watch. She's not going to be happy about this. She's that this is going to hurt her soul. Like, yeah. Yeah, it was hard. It was hard for me to watch. One of the conversations, Tori, that's very interesting you brought that up. One of the conversations going on on social is, are you seeing it differently as you're re-watching it? Like these guys watching are saying back then in the 90s, they were team Brenda and watching it now They are Team Kelly. And I'm sure the reverse is true, too. So, Jenny, for you, when you were doing it, what was your experience versus now watching it? Like, when you were doing it, did you feel any of the things you're feeling now? It was a shoot. (sighs) What? You were probably feeling other things, like, not related (laughs) to this topic. (laughs) I was, I mean, when I was working with Luke, when we were shooting those scenes, like the scenes at the observatory, which I had totally forgotten about. Amazing um, scene. Classic scene. Um I I was I could tell, I could remember how special that time was and how um good it felt to be working just with him and for he and I to be to get to have that time together. I, I remember really loving right. it. Did you cause can you remember it all? Like you must have had multiple days up there. Just the two of you, because none of the rest of the cast was there or would have been there. It would just be you guys with the crew. Because uh, that was the Griffith Observa- Observatory. Mm-hmm. That was it. Can you remember? Which is thus Rebel with a Cause. Because yes. in Rebel Without a Cause with James Dean, there was the big observatory, Natalie Wood. Oh, okay. oh, that's great knowledge, Tori. I didn't realize that. 
Yeah. It was just, what do honestly, you feel? Like, it felt like time was standing, like time was standing still when we were doing that stuff. Like it, it was like frozen and, and I had forgotten all about it. And now watching it, I remember how it felt and it, it was all the things it was good and bad and confusing and exciting and terrifying. And, you know, but then there was also that, like the back to reality of going and doing the scene in the restaurant where Kelly and Dylan are, are having a weird dessert moment. Like <laughs> what was happening with that chocolate mousse? Whatever. The smallest bite in the history of bites. Why like, would, why would like she eat it? Of- like, she can't have a bite of dessert. She's like, oh, I shouldn't. Girl, eat the dessert. And then he, you go a tiny bite and he literally gave you like like a pin dot on the floor. Oh my gosh. That ma- <laughs> I, that makes me think like it, it would have been so Luke to like smash it in your face. But we're like, yeah, I'm just, really just kidding. And then you guys would like be like, ah, oh, uh, cry, love, yeah. happy. Yeah. Um, or actually, you would you would have done that first, right? Yeah, but maybe. <laughs> if there was just a pin dot, I feel like do you, was he giving you too much at first? I wonder if there was like some like something back and forth. Like, can you not give me so much food? I'm try. I have to talk. Like, why? Are and you he probably s- thought it was funny. Probably. And then finally, he's like, okay, okay, okay. Wait, before the drama, when you watch yourself with that really like beautiful, amazing shot with LA behind you. And you guys must've been kissing for hours and hours and hours, because obviously it's like a seven minute kissing scene. So that probably took days. What do you think <laughs> watching days. yourself? <laughs> one day, <laughs> took one night, one night. It was nine days of kissing. <laughs> what do you think when you're, cause I'm trying to think as a fan, what I'm thinking when I'm watching the makeout, what are you thinking? Cause it's you. I mean, at that like, time in my life, I was or in, now, 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 or now? now. Okay, <laughs> both, 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 both. People are going to kill me if you don't do both, both, both. I mean, I was into it. <laughs> we were filming it. I'm not going to lie. I I wasn't thinking about much other than. <laughs> and like, you have to think because there's a part where your legs are like so beautifully crossed mm-hmm. while you're making out on that ledge. Are they like going okay? Or, or were you guys kind of just doing your thing? Uh, we were just kind of doing <laughs> our thing, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> and uh, the hands, the hands are the hands. Yes, the, and the hair. When you're like... <laughs> so, so what did you think when you're watching it now? You guys like, are really like, blush. I don't know why. Just try, because <laughs> it was major. That's major. It was beautiful. They had a lot of chemistry. That's for sure, those two kids. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I mean, I guess, yeah. and then the kissing in the restaurant over the table. I mean, you this entire episode is like Kelly and Dylan kissing. Yeah, and as I, I'm watching it, I'm like, I want them to keep kissing. Like, I, as a person watching the show, a fan, mm-hmm. I want to see more of that because I like it. <laughs> Same. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, I have a question. What do you think would have happened had Dylan and Kelly not bumped into... Brenda and Reek. Like, <gasps> Good were, question. What do you think? Would have and should have. Mm. Both of you. They pro- well, yeah. he said, "Come home with me. Spend the night with me, Kelly." They that would have that would have gone. They would have gone home and done things. I it, think so too. Yeah, things are it. 
I think it. they would have done it for sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which I was like, whoa, Kelly, slow your roll. <laughs> like, slow it down. I really want to, I, I wrote down, whoa, she's really moving fast. But she want, then she says she wants to take it slow. Yeah. So, At the observatory. Why there? It was so weird because I was like, what do you think is going to happen here? Like, it's not like you guys are going to have sex right here at the <laughs> observatory. They're so gussy. Like, up wait, too. wait, wait, we got to stop. I'm like. <laughs> and they were so dressed fancy. And also, this is those moments where I'm like, this is not high school. Like, no two high school kids go to that fancy five-star restaurant and eat like I was thinking the same thing. Tort. But then I was thinking they're both really rich. Like yeah, they come, true. they're both comfortable with that kind of excess because that's what the life that they've lived. And so it didn't make, it didn't bother me so much that they were at a fancy grown up restaurant. It, it was weird. Uh, I thought that, that you called it grown up. <laughs> it was all grown up. <laughs> it, it was weird that he was wearing a tie. Mm-hmm. That was a little weird. Do high schoolers say spend the night with me? What, what, what would, what would he have said? A high school kid does not say spend the night with me. Well, first of all, high school kids don't have houses like he has with no parents. That's true. That's true. <laughs> like, high school kids have curfews and they have to be home by like, I think, 12, 15. I so just love no like, still now? Because like, how was Kelly spending the night? Like, you have a mom. Like, that is a question. Like, you're just allowed to she spend the night She would probably lie dinner. and say, I stayed at yeah. Brenda's house or Donna's house. <laughs> the, the irony of that would have been kind of <laughs> But uh, I was like, wow, it, that is really um, ha- difficult to do when they get up from the restaurant table and they're walking and kissing and walking. Well, how do you, that looked really complicated to kind of walk straight ahead, but be kissing at the same time. Very weird. And obviously we knew you were going to bump into them, but also really there's four bajillion restaurants in LA. Like, come on, really? But meant to be, it was startling. Even though I knew it was like a jump scare. I was like, Oh God. Oh, I mean, there was so many moments in this episode. Like there were so many just lines that were weird for me. Like when he said, uh, the first one was like what he said to Kelly, we don't have to hide it anymore. And I mm. thought, wait, I'm so confused. I was so confused because I hadn't really been hiding it. I've just been like stuffing it. And he wasn't hiding anything because he was just back with Brenda. Well, and did you notice they kissed at school? That I was going to say that. That really felt so wrong. Yeah. Somebody could have like, seen them. Everyone could have seen them. Everyone was out there. It's nine oh two and oh. Where was everyone? They see everything. Like well, it, there's no other characters around. And it's not like the other kids in school don't know what other kids are dating. So like even if Brenda and Donna weren't around, like the, all the other kids would have been like, "Did you just see Dylan and Kelly kissing in the quad?" Yeah. Is like, that, that is was that like, how it moves? Word like, travels fast. It, it, does it happen <laughs> that quickly? Like less than 48 hours, they were both like moving on to somebody else? Yeah. Yep. Because I think Donna Young even love. acknowledges that with, with Brenda. Yeah. yeah, she did. Wise Donna. Mm-hmm. Also, then he, said, story along. All then, he, all the, also then he said, well, first, then she says, 
to Kelly. No, he's free to go out with whoever he wants. But she right. didn't know that she was talking about Kelly. Right. And nobody says that intending that their best friend is included in that. So I do feel for Brenda. Look, I was of sort of understanding Brenda throughout this episode. She was trying to take the high road and trying to say to Dylan, like, you you should date who you want. I'm going to date. Like, this is our whole point. But I don't think her intention was ever meaning, including my best friend. Mm-mm. You know, I understood why she was so heartbroken when she bumped yeah. into that. I mean, that's it's one thing to say that, but then to, for her to find out that he was had moved right on to anybody else would have been hurtful because there's difference in saying it and actually living it. But yeah, for it to be Kelly was like, Oh my God. Yeah. And I mean, I guess we have to think about this. She's out with Rick and, and Dylan acknowledges it. He was the guy that gave her the tour in France that she kissed in France. Mm -hmm. So he is also right to be sort of, irritated like he's hurt because she's moved on so fast so just like brenda is right to be hurt so is dylan yeah but because they're if they're gonna stand there and be so hurt like get back together like i was like i didn't feel for him though like he's making himself not very vulnerable yeah he was kind of jerky about it yeah, what well, did the you writing think, is. Yeah. What did yeah. you both think when he said, you broke up with me, and then Kelly was very hurt by that? Yeah. Yeah, that's like a, a private discussion that you probably don't want to have in front of your future fling. Yeah, how rude. Yeah, and Kelly makes a great point when she's back at Dylan saying, I feel like second choice. And he's like, you're not. But she's like, I don't know that. Well, mm-hmm. what about when, when they're in the school hallway and they have their, was it in the hallway where they meet up? Yeah. Uh, where uh, Kelly goes over to talk to Brenda, mm-hmm. which I thought was really brave. Mm-hmm. And then, then it gets heated and Brenda says, well, at least I wasn't like second choice or sloppy seconds or whatever Oof. she said. And then Kelly says, neither was I. And at that moment, I was like, wait, yeah, you were like, yeah, you um, Well, I think to me, I understood that because he picked her over Brenda. He was with Brenda in the summer. They weren't broken up and he picked Kelly. Mm. I don't think Kelly is second choice. No, of course, but she's just the next choice. (laughs) Mm, I don't know. I see that made a little difference. It's painful. Like, honestly, though. What about this line? I don't know line? who it's the worst for. What about this line? Sometimes yeah. when you really care about someone, honesty isn't always the best policy. That Please sucked. Debate. I, I got mean, very upset. Yeah. Because you automatically, like, bring it into your own life. You you can't help not. You're like, oh, yeah. I don't want that. I don't want that. Like, and then you're like, oh, wait, it's just it's just a TV show. Not about me, but right. Yeah. But then if you think about it, like, has there ever been a time when you were dishonest because telling the person that you care about would be so hurtful to them and have such a negative impact on them? Yeah. Yeah. Of course. But when you hear it, you always think about it first, probably as like, if that was done to me, 
But then if you think about it, you're like, well, I've done that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Tori, in this situation, humans, what suck. would you have done? Like if you're everybody, okay. what would you have done? It's a lot I mean, of pressure. Yeah. Like, I would love to know that. And Jenny, Wait, obviously I'm coming. Like back. all of them at once? Yeah. Like, should they have told Brenda? Like, should they have, like who, what is the answer? Uh, I don't know the answer. Well, I know but what's going to happen. But okay. So I don't know. I don't know. But the kiss at school, going out to dinner, so risky. Like, peach, I don't know. It all felt really wrong. It felt like, too okay, soon, too fast, right? So, yeah, but so typical of our show. But so I guess I was like, oh, yeah. Here <laughs> we are. Keep it moving. <laughs> but no, I, they're smarter than that. Yeah. Jenny, what about you? What would you have liked to have seen if this were real life, maybe? I don't know. I would have liked to see the dust settle a little bit and um, give everybody a minute to just sort of get their bearings about them and make choices based on on that rather than it felt like their their choices were kind of for the wrong reasons Mm. a little bit on Dylan's part and maybe on Brenda's part. Was it weird that Brenda started literally dating Rick right away? I mean, he's over at the house picking her up and just bonding with Jim and Cindy. And then clearly over for dinner the next night, or I don't know if it was two nights, but probably the next night. Like, do we judge that? What do we think of that? What did Kelly call him? Dory? Dory. It was like three words. Oh, man. Something about... Yeah, Dylan may be brooding, but at least he's not boring or something like that. Yeah, I think it's interesting that we're so critical of Dylan and Kelly, but does Brenda get a pass, like, for just going out with Rick? Like, literally, she's very serious with Rick-ish. For me, I just, I love Dylan and Kelly together so much that I wanted it to play out longer that you can't always get what you want and, like, the yeah. hiding it more and the like moments that they steal. It. And maybe it's getting more and more. Like maybe that kiss, let's say it's like happened at school, but it was like, there was a worry about it. Like it can't happen because we all know you want what you can't have. Like mm-hmm. that's human nature, at least when you're young. So like I, as a fan, like I just wanted to like see that play out a little bit more rather than, okay, Brenda Dillon are broken up. Okay, Kelly and Dillon are together. Mm-hmm. Boom. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I wanted more time in there. Yeah. But still, like observatory, fine, because it's just them. We can see But like amongst everyone, like I didn't like it. I thought David was very sweet once again to his sister. You know, he was wearing the full Ronald McDonald outfit. Like he literally (laughs) was wearing that. Uh, He (laughs) loves stripes. Whoa. But he was very sweet. You know, he's he's not judging the situation. Mm -mm. And he really said to Kelly, like, he likes you. He cares about you. Do you remember, you know, you're in the bed with the big red T-shirt on? Yeah, he says, oh, I'm I was not, thinking, sorry, wrong scene. He <laughs> says, I'm not sure that's how Dylan sees it or something like that. But how does yeah. he know? That's my question. How does David know? Intuitive dude. But he's mm-hmm. just very sweet. He's very brotherly to Kelly now. Mm-hmm. And and I, yeah, I like those I scenes. Relationship. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. So then what about Dylan just... Taken off, rebel with a cause. That pissed me off. Yeah. That just really. 
pissed me off. <laughs> is he in next week? I'm sure, yeah. Yeah, I think so. You sure? No. I, I can't remember. I, I honestly have no idea, but I would <laughs> think so. How can they just do that? And then. I don't know. It was just so like, oh, convenient. Oh, I'm just going to take off for a while. I was like, oh, maybe he had to film something else. I don't know. <laughs> that was silly, but that was my instinct. That's I don't nice. know. I am starting to really see the best friendiness between Brandon and Dylan. And I like that a lot because mm. I really have been so, missing yeah. that lately. Yeah. You know, that's his last stop. That's where he goes. Like, and Brandon says, like, you're driving out of school. Like, they, I really have always liked that relationship. Because at that point, Brandon doesn't know about the Kelly Brenda thing, does right. he? No. No because one I knows. Feel like ne- yeah. That would be a conversation that they would probably need to have. Mm-hmm. Just to talk it mm-hmm. out as bros, you know, like what's Is going it gonna on? happen? Yeah. Wait, I'm not, I don't you know. Guys, I'm a, a weird moment because I know I just watched this episode like literally last night. Does does do Brenda and Reek bump into Kelly and Dylan? And then the next night, Rick comes over for dinner. Like she Mm-mm. wasn't. I don't think so. I think you see them. He takes her home that night. Right. But then she breaks up with him. Oh, you're right. I thought it was two different. Yeah, that is a little weird. Like she goes through this trauma. Like as a teenager, I would have been in my bed with the covers over my head for days. So she has this traumatic experience. And then the next night he comes over for family dinner. It's kind of weird, right? (laughs) It was really funny, though, when he was uh, they were talking about stuff no one cares about and him and Jim. And then the, just the look on Brenda's face was like, like really cracked me up because it felt so real. I thought the whole scene, Shannon was like a great actress because there's the crying, which was really good. And then he kind of goes to hug her and she makes the face that is the exact face you would actually make in mm-hmm. that situation. I was like, whoa, she nailed it. So is this, that's the breakup scene and when then we don't see Reek anymore? Mm-mm. Well, okay. Now then I'm confused because when Dean was on or mm-hmm. at some point there was a conversation with us that he had to do singing with Jim. What? Th- they cut it. He referenced it. So I don't know if they cut it because it's on Amazon and they couldn't clear the music or if it was on the cutting room floor. Because remember, he comes down the stairs and he's like, I never thought I'd be singing with your dad tonight. Like in the original airing, was that in? I don't know. I kind of feel like there was a scene where they were both singing at the piano. Yeah, I think Amazon had to cut it because we all watched on Amazon, right? Hulu. Hulu. Oh, oh, I watch on Amazon. It wasn't in the Amazon either. Weird. Somebody's on. What's well, somebody song. from our crack staff's going to have to watch it on the DVDs? <laughs> Thanks oh. to Christelle, we have them. I wanted to see that scene though. It would have it would have been good. But then, yeah, she was just waiting downstairs for him, <laughs> and he was so, up in her dad's bedroom, basically at the piano. Uh, do you think it would be a turn off, like it was to her, or would you like it that your family's bonding with the boyfriend so much? Because that's been such an issue with Dylan. Hmm. I feel like if she really was into him, she would have liked it more, but I don't think she was that into him from the, he was just ever. Yeah. No, right? he was just something to fill her a catalyst for change. Which I also find totally weird. Cause as like a human girl, 
if you're like, um, I'm in high school and the hottest dude, because like, look, Dean Kane is a hot dude at UCLA likes me. I think I've been into that. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't you want to be like, girl, you're some 17 year old fool breaking she's up with Dylan. She's still in love with Dylan. The, isn't is, she? Well, Come isn't that on. what we're to take away from the phone at the yes, end? When, when she, she calls him. I felt like she was calling him because she missed him or she was so sad. Mm-hmm. Well, how would you get over someone that quick? You wouldn't. After mm-hmm. two years, the love of your life so far? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. It doesn't work like that. It's a hot mess. Even if you mess. kiss someone else like, in Paris. Don't you guys think this is a hot mess? <sighs> it is a hot yeah. mess. Yeah, it is. And I'm there for it. And I want to know what's going to happen next. Me too. Let's take a break and come back with fashion, you guys. Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the 90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the 90s cruise. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interaction, and all-out 90s events and activities. Over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, Color Me Bad, Lisa Loeb, Fastball, CNC Music Factory, Jesus Jones, Digital Underground, Sophie B. Hawkins, and more. Hosted by MTV VJs Downtown Julie Brown and Matt Penfield, plus Lisa Loeb. Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas will be completely transformed to take you back in time for nonstop 90s action. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the 90scruise.com slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but so, look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. 
Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. If tonight's movie night is just what you need, make it special with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. You don't remember what's coming? No, I don't, I don't remember what's coming. Dude, what is wrong with you guys? Like, it's so gnarly. I don't know if it's next week or the week after, but like, oh God. Dude, uh, I took it. I, I blocked it from my memory banks. You it's did. that scene coming up, right? Th- yeah. That's you're how traumatic scene. it is. I mean, probably has a bajillion views on YouTube, that scene. Yeah. It's like iconic. What scene? Sorry. I You know. You, Tori and I know. I <laughs> do does. not know what you're talking about. What scene? How... Do you not know? Because like, it's like probably one of the most, I don't want to say iconic moments because it's so brutal. No, when you see it, you'll know. You'll be like, oh, oh, of course. course." I I just got a wave of anxiety. You guys don't do this to me. Like, (laughs) I have to do my breathing. Hold on. The scene with (laughs) Kelly and Dylan and Brenda. Yeah. The one at the restaurant? No, it's coming up. Nope. Is it in the next episode? Well, I, it's either next week or the week after. I mean, at the front in, door. This in is not theory. This- in theory, though, think about it. Like you guys are now together. Like at some point, is she going to find out who he was with over the summer? This is not bringing anything back to you. <laughs> I got nothing. Front, front door. You guys going to walk? Front door. Down the block. Front nope, door. I got nothing. That's I'm sure when I see it, I'll remember. You'll know. You'll know. You'll know. <laughs> Wait, what about what about that line? Uh, if it looks like a duck and it quacks like what was the line? If, quacks if like it a walks duck. like a duck and talks like a duck, I was always told if it walks like a duck and talks like a duck, it's a duck. Go to uh, hell. Go to hell. <laughs> yeah, go I to love hell. your go to hell. But uh, that line There's from Brenda. Some... If I okay, I feel like why did Shannon in that moment not say? Can I say something that teens really say? Like. <laughs> This is a big moment. <laughs> so true, Tori. Like, fight for that. That's what you need to fight for. Like, uh, a yeah. line like that. I was literally trying to wrap Damn my it. head around it. It was so bizarre. If it- See, I think the most iconic line in this episode is when Dylan says, anywhere but here. Oh, at the end. When he's in the school leaving after Mrs. Teasley says, like, he lost his case or whatever. And then the, someone says, where are you going? Either you do or Brenda anywhere but here that's like iconic i love it that the the writers like had the the depth to make you know how in life you you are fight or flight yeah you're one or the other you know and they 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 gave that character that depth all the way down to that level Mm -hmm. he's a he flies he's it he Mm -hmm. hits the road when hits the fan yeah and it tracks with the character. It's mm-hmm. what that guy would do. Yeah, I, I I thought that was really cool. Just like acknowledging the depth of that character that they created. 
I actually feel bad for him. I know it's sort of like a B story or a C story, whatever, about the SAT thing. Yeah, same. But who you feel bad about? Oh, Dylan. I feel bad that they don't believe him and he wants everyone to believe him. And I think that's sort of. Yeah. Okay. They don't believe him, but they didn't have a record of him signing in. So why is that? I forgot. No, he signed in, but they don't. He came late. He signed in. And so they don't have a they can't match the signature to prove that it wasn't because the the. Just oh, is someone. someone faked it and took it for him. So someone that came late, just signed in and slipped in. And they don't have another signature to prove it. But like, they that's just sort of a like a secondary story, but it's brutal. Like as, as that character, that's major what's happening to him with that. True. And I think that really divided Dylan and Brenda it seems trivial, I guess, but it, when you really think about it, it's he's like a like, character. He's like, "This is you're talking about my character." I don't lie, I don't cheat. Yeah, like this. Well, is, he mm-hmm. kind of does, but you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he didn't cheat on the test. <laughs> so, and Brenda w- believes him, but she's like, "Just take the test again." Where he's saying, "On principle, I am a man of principle. I didn't yeah. do this, and I want everyone to defend me and believe me." I listen, I'm a person who stands on principle a lot and it is a lonely fight. Like you have to, you really need to evaluate that because your principles at the end of the day are not the same as someone else's principles. So when you're, I've realized like when I'm standing on my principles, like on my high horse, it's, Mm -hmm. it's like, it's a lonely place. You're going to fall and you're going to be alone because Everybody's got a different principle or a different way of seeing something. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great, great point. I I heard nothing you said because is there someone picking up poop in your backyard right now? (laughs) There's either your husband or a murderer in your window right now. (laughs) Let's hope it's my husband. Let's hope he is picking up dog shit. Listen, boo, you need to run. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I have... A question about, and I, first of all, I know I need to work on that. You're not supposed to say, I have a question. You're supposed to just ask the question. So here's my question. Did you guys see that there were two Star Trek jokes in this episode? And nope. each one flew over my head and I w- should have gone back. There was a Star Trek joke between David and Ian, maybe because of his, oh, first of all, I just did it again. David and Steve, striped <laughs> shirt. I, I, and then there was another Star Trek joke. I I don't know that those I didn't ever get. I still don't because not a big Star Trek fan. But uh, even when Luke was doing that awful impersonation of someone on Star Trek, I was that moves. I I didn't get it. (laughs) But the guys, do you remember that tour? They used to just they used to talk like the Star Trek guys all the time. They loved imitating William Shatner. Like it was it was a big deal. That's why it's in there. Oh yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. Uh, no way. And then I noticed Steve has finally unbuttoned. <gasps> no more air ties, you guys. The air tie phase has maybe passed, which is very exciting. I think so, too, because he has two scenes with a shirt unbuttoned. Noticed. Noticed. Thank God. Fashion moment for you, Missy. Oh, well, I love that Kelly and Brenda both wear black dresses and like they were just very different black dresses. I love them both. But I was like, oh, I, lo- I, I was loving that. 
Um, I know, again, there was more plaid. I hated Luke's suit. That was a plaid tie, right? Uh, it was just really bad. I'm not fitting. I just like. And he, and he also donned the uh, Canadian tuxedo there I at the end. It. I liked it. I a liked jean that. jacket with the, with the. If anyone could rock it, it'd be him. Yeah. Like, I, 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 I give him a pass. Brenda won it with the opening outfit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that it was, was good. It needed like a song to go with it, like to really send it over the edge. <sighs> There's a lot to Jim in down. the robe. Jim in the robe. Duh. Dottie's a cutie. I'm not going to lie. Dottie had like a cool, you know, work dress. Um, the girls were out at work. <laughs> That's what I was like. <laughs> Hello, Dottie. <laughs> Daddy oh with two eyes, two, eyes. <laughs> two T's. <laughs> right, exactly. David's Ronald McDonald. I mean, he's wearing bright red pants and a with bright the, yellow shirt. Like, and who then, is like, but then also an umpire outfit one time. Like, remember he was wearing his black and white striped. <laughs> Even you were in a scene with him. Black. You were in a stripe. scene with him, and I honestly felt as if you, when you looked over at him, you were like, huh. What are you wearing? Like no. I could feel really? like you didn't like it either. <laughs> <laughs> do you ever do that when you're with you, like your significant other yeah. or someone and you look and you're like, wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the man I love. <laughs> I also laughed because there's a scene where it's Dylan in a white t-shirt with a button down over and Brandon's in a white, white t-shirt, t-shirt with a button, button down. down. I'm like, yep. Same, same stylist, colors, yeah. like same outfit, just different shirt. Well, they were BFF, so yeah. makes sense. Boys can do it too. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Next week's episode. I'm really excited to see what happens. Next episode is season three, episode 14, Wild Horses. Ooh. Before we hang up. Yeah. Hang up. Hang up. <laughs> Are we on like party line? Are Hi. we on try? Remember you used to call it try line when we had you- landlines? This is the only part. Well, not the only part, but one of the reasons Brenda made me a little kooky cuckoo in this episode is when she's talking about Rick and she says, and he's crazy about me. Is that annoying? It's almost braggy. Or do you guys not care? I thought it was braggy. Well, he was. So she she ain't lying. But have you ever said that? Like, even about You're your right. husband? You're right. Like, that's especially not a teenager. Well, right. no, but sometimes teenagers, me. at least nowadays... Like their front is very like confident. Like, oh, you look great. I know. And you're like, oh, oh my God, I would never say that. Like teens say that all the time. And it's like, but do, do they really feel that way? Or like, it's just like they're trying. Mm, bravado so, or something. Like he's crazy about me, but like. I and then I thought it was way. interesting. I'll take y'all's. I'll, I'll let it go. When sh- there's a very subtle line, when Brenda says to Kelly, you've known Dylan forever. What do you think? And it's like, interesting they wrote that in just to reiterate. Like, we get that a lot now that, like, they have the history and that's what's drawing them to each other, which I just think is important. Yes, they do know each other. I think that's the the backbone of their relationship is their familiarity with each other and the circumstances. Why, why am I chopped liver? What do you mean? Yeah, that's a great point. Haven't actually. I known you guys forever? Yeah, Great point. but you're not in the love triangle. I know. I just wish she had been like, well, you guys have known Dylan forever. And then Kelly's like, mm, takes it personally because it's 
about you guys. I don't know. It was just weird. I was like, I'm sure they've all gone to school together, like probably the three of them. Right. I don't know. Donna's been there the whole time as well. I know they've said it before, but it was like you and Dylan in a scene together, not anyone else. But, and you were in that scene when she said that, right? Yeah. Standing right there like, mm-hmm. right. Uh, like, yeah, they knew each nothing. other. <laughs> <laughs> and poor Donna's like, oh, I was, I've been there for like the last 10 years too since preschool. Cool. Yeah. Story of my life. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Hey guys, I'm here. Hi guys. Oh, I know where to go. Poor Donna's like, whatever, whatever. Catch me season 10, bitches. <laughs> you know, it's like, <laughs> I'm going to go try and get the, the $250 to turn in whoever the hacker is. $250. Whoa, the feds are really bringing it. <laughs> oh, so fun, you guys. Loved it, loved it. I'm yeah. scared for the Instagram, but I'll be reading it all. Woo. I'm she so excited stop. to read it. I read it too, Amy. By the way, you guys, give Amy some props and love too. Like, oh, they're so like, nice. They're so nice. They're so like, nice. Take a, a lot moment of to really. Her. They make my whole life, literally. But more often than not, when when people hate hate someone or they have a problem with them, they'll say it. And people, if people love, there's more love always. But some people say it. But if you love someone, you don't always think to say it. You're just like, oh, it's great. I love it. Well, they love you guys. They do. It's you know what? Wild. I love they you, love Amy. Us. I love you, Tori. I love you yes. there. I love you, Jennifer Eve. <laughs> Amy, what's your middle name? Ann. Amy Ann? Oh my God, I love oh. that. <laughs> Jennifer Eve and Amy Ann. <laughs> oh my God, that just made my day. I love you guys. In the iconic <laughs> words, in the iconic words of Jim Walsh, I want to sleep with you. I mean, sleep on it. <laughs> Wait, Amy, I just realized your initials are AAS? Ass, I know. It's not. That's. <laughs> Oh, okay. On that, goodbye, people. Love you. (laughs) Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the 90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the first ever sailing. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s activities. There'll be over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, and more. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the 90scruise.com slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. Awards Watch says Liam Neeson is at his best. Don't miss in the land of saints and sinners. Having left his dark past behind, retired hitman Finbar Murphy, played by Neeson, leads a quiet life in a remote coastal Irish town. But when a menacing crew of terrorists arrive, Finbar is drawn into a vicious game of cat and mouse, forcing him to choose between exposing his secret identity or defending his friends and neighbors. In the land of saints and sinners, from Samuel Goldwyn Films and Sony Pictures Home Entertainment. Watch it now on digital. Rated R. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.
Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done.